Thanks for coming back to The Practical Scouter. You're joining us for part two of our conversation with local Scoutmaster extraordinaire Ed, and we go through some of his thoughts on advancement during the time of COVID-19, um, merit badges, and the relationship between PACs and troops. Yeah, I guess the question I would have, Ed, maybe, and for the whole group, is that there are some Scoutmasters that have taken the view that that this this uh, healthcare crisis is going to end soon. Everyone hopes sooner, but it's going to end soon. And what's the rush to get this advancement done? So even though we could do it from home, uh, we should wait. And any reaction to that? Thoughts on that? I got an opinion, but I'll uh, hold it for a second. <laughs> well, the, it's a temporary pause there is a temporary thing to put in here and i i don't know any scoutmaster myself included that knows when this is truly going to end right this is a this is a state law so right. until otherwise i don't I, there is an end i know that everything all that's gonna come, going to come to an end is not my decision other people will make that and in the meantime if i got four to six weeks but but i've still got all my methods going i still got my youth dealing with their senior patrol leader that, that's probably better than a camp out it and in fact i think for the new scouts, this new system where they can electronically talk to a senior patrol leader or their patrol leader and they can electronically do that might bring them out of their shells a little bit better. They're used to this than, than putting them in person with a strange 17-year-old that's three and a half foot taller than them. Hmm. That's, a, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah I... Yeah, I, I, I'm, wor- I'm worried that the alternative scoutmaster says, in six months this will all pass, and what's the rush for the advancement? And my answer in that, in a general sense, is six months to you and I is, you know, passes pretty easily. For a 11-year-old or 12-year-old, six months is a big percentage of their lifetime, and they not may not be interested in scouting after that six-month period passes. And I wish I knew that six months was, in fact, the end point. Uh, to keep engagement, keep enthusiasm up, got to keep them active. And, and I'm not suggesting bend corners, but BSA has already come out with, you know, modified guidance, and let's take advantage of that and use your judgment as a scoutmaster to They're going to have permission to get yeah. out of their house, yeah. go in their backyard. If their parents would be fools not to lock the door, this is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Yeah. Stay outside for three hours. So, you know, my, my greatest fear is they say, "Oh, Mister Greatrix, Scoutmaster's camping." I'm like, "Oh no, you know, this is this is like the adult campout we've been waiting for and talking about every time we go out." That's funny. That is That's really right. funny. I'm blessed. My with my kids, yeah. I'm blessed that when this all happened, my kids said they've got a big treehouse in the back, but they also said, "Hey, Dad, can we set up a tent in the backyard?" Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, you know, we're. The, we're out of school for a while. We want to camp. And they, for the most part, they they have camped, I don't know, 70, 80% of the time. They're out in the tent. And when they go out in the tent, and they it's their own little world. And I have the two sons, and it's helpful, right, with the two sons. And they, what as, as you said, whatever goes on in that tent, I don't. I don't care. I don't, whatever they're talking about. And my, my, my wife, she's funny. She's like, well, what do they do out there? I said, I, they do what boys do. I don't know. I don't care. What, I don't know. I mean, they're not running off into the woods. They're just there. <laughs> and if they did, yeah. so what? <clears throat> right. Well, you know, that's, you know, so your kids are, my, my, my boys are going to be in about, you know, I've got 17 and 19 year olds. So they, they have a whole different, they, they need their own space, right? I've got to mm-hmm. give them the opportunity. I've got to get out of the house. 
Well, it sounds right, like you, so. you know what, Ed, it sounds like you're doing a great job rolling with the punches on this as a scoutmaster. Oh, gosh, we'll see. You know, I try to, I, 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 they, they try to measure activity. Everybody, like, like I'm from the government. I'm here to help. I'm from the district. I'm from the council. I'm here to help. They're trying to measure and let me run, let me run merit patches for you. I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you know, this really, <laughs> you know, let me have this program. I have signed off on more blue cards in the last two and a half weeks than I have in the past six months. And I didn't do anything about that, right? So let's not come flying in here with the Maripadge Industrial Complex and try and solve a problem that doesn't exist yet. And that <laughs> – right? here's this and, rank stuff. And, <laughs> the only reason I can't camp, right? <laughs> when I go camping, scouts advance, right? So this thing now gives me the ability to go camping. It's not the way I want it, but this is – now I can go camping with scouts, do what scouts do. They advance, right? So – if they keep doing, then they keep advancing. You know, you don't, you don't advance at the kitchen table. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we asked Scoutmaster Extraordinaire Ed to come on this this recording to, to rage against the merit badge <laughs> industrial complex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, I did it. Hey, in all fairness, I did it. I, I was counseled down there for oh three my God, years. That's fantastic. And, and I, and I brought I, – I ended up with like 30 scouts, right? I have the personality and I understand young boys, right? I, 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 although through the fog of adulthood and all the other responsibilities, I, when I look at them, I see myself, right? So I can, I can very quickly – not in maturity. I'm, 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 a, I'm a 15-year-old in a, in, a, in a 50-something-year-old wisdom, right? But I, I was able to manage that. And I could see there's some adults in that in the merit badge program. When you get to 20s and 30s. That's that's beyond a, even a professional teacher. You know, this teachers go nuts. Yeah, there's very there's very very few pe- there's very few people that can do that appropriately. Yeah, I I thought I did, but uh, right. But so I I I I have seen scouts come back and they say, oh yeah, they signed off on it. I'm like, how how could you possibly have finished personal management in in, in four meetings? Right. So you know, it's sign to yeah. sign, right? So I follow the rules. It's a it's a blue card. It's signed by a, by a counselor, and, and I used to get jumping up and down and, and going out and, and you know trying to tear down the walls on that. And I kind of said, I said, you know, well, you know, what my solution is, let me talk to the scouts. So I break the scout up and I said, hey, so what do you think about this requirement right here? Oh uh, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm like, how do you feel about that? Uh, and I kind of go, I said, I tell you what, I got this card here. I'm signing it because I have to. But I'll tell you what, do you want me to turn it in? And this guy says, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to go finish it. I'm like, you've, I hand it to him. And I said, you go finish it. When you think you're done, you give it back to me, and I'll just turn it into the uh, advancement coordinator. Guilt. Yeah. Guilt. What? Not guilt. I, I get the character discussion. <laughs> I get the moment. That's what the blue cards are for. The blue cards are not sit there on scout book and mash a button. The blue cards are having a conversation with my scout before they go on to something that's difficult. And when they come back and find that it wasn't really that bad, it's to have that conversation. The blue card is a psychological manipulation lever. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. You got uh, at least, least, there's at least 12 points to the scout. Well, last time I checked and the first one usually covers most of those bases. So at this. uh, Well, you get to question them. You say, how was it? You know, it was really cool. How'd you do that in three weeks? Oh, they signed it. How do you feel about that? 
Ah, well, you know. Well, I, I'll, you want me to turn it in? Or you want to? You want to go back and do it? I'll go back and do it. All right, cool. The scout knows the requirements, so they know they know yeah. when they pick I ask up the him, book. You know, I get that, here, a bunch of scouts coming up to Eagle. I ask him. I said, you know, all those things that you maybe you didn't do, you might want to finish it because when you turn eighteen, you can't. You got to be able to say that you did it all and you did it right. I don't care. Yeah. You're gonna ask. You're gonna care. Yeah. Now, that's where the guilt comes in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it's fun, you know. I. I look at scout mastership and I say my my evolution of this has, has evolved in five years is I I have the greatest job in scouting. When we're in a camp out, the vast majority of the time I'm actually kinda of chilled out talking with adults and playing on our phones, right? And I, I get and whereas these poor den leaders, you know, I look at the cub program, I'm like Oh my heavens, they have no idea. I've got all this glory. I got these patches. I've got, there's images of scoutmasters, you know. This is the easiest job in all of scouting. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to have, we're definitely going to have uh, a whole bunch of cub related den leader thing. You know, I, my, my shtick on this is the den leaders. The den leaders are the heroes. So, yeah, I think, I think you're right, Ed. So, so let's go on that conversation with den leaders. Right. Uh, we were talking earlier, or well, I guess we were talking offline. I guess uh, about one of the one of the hats that I wear in uh, in my in my scouting my scouting job is district membership chairman, and I am. I, I look at this as if it was a business, or it, it may be baseball. Right, baseball is a great analogy uh, for this because. If the scouts are the big leagues, the 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 dynasties have the great farm teams and the great farm systems, right? And they're looking 10, 20 years ahead for the next level of talent. And for, it, I mean, there's some flaws in the analogy, but Ed, as a scoutmaster, how do you how do you look at and treat the Cubs? You mentioned it earlier or you mentioned it previously about uh being on the committees and being involved with the with the cub scouts but tell us a little bit about that and how important that is to you and what you think your responsibility there as a scub ma- as a as a cub ma- as a scout master to nurture the cubs in your your orbit that's uh that's uh, this is this is i've now been involved with the committee uh, seven years beyond when i have to and most adults race away from from Cub Scouting because it's a very adult involved. Um, I actually have been staying with the pack that I uh, that I cut my teeth at uh, on their committee, and I think they, they register me as a pack trainer. So so when the adults can't go through the 400 hours of clicking buttons and going to the bathroom and answering questions to become a den leader, I will I will often step in and and um, and teach them and cover that so that they can get the uh, get their um, their certifications and go on and be a den leader and get the charter and stuff like that. So my, my title is pack trainer, but I also, I also cover commitments and offer opportunities for my scouts to them. Now, den chief is a tough ask. Uh, it's very, it's a special kid to do that. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm now taking a second night a week besides my troop meeting. And then my troop week, weekend and, and homework and sports and all that stuff that's going to come in. I'm going to ask this scout now once a week to go and deal with uh, you know five year younger scouts, and that's that's a real special ask. So it's 
we've had very, very, very few. Uh, in fact, perhaps none. Um, we've had a couple of them do it elsewhere and then move into the unit. But um, so what I do with, with the pack is I once every summer, uh, there's a nature hike that I had uh, that I created back in uh, back in 2007 when I was a den leader that goes around a park in town. Uh, and it talks about the different trees. So you can only run this in the summer because it's leaf identification is the easiest thing for youth. Uh, and I, I hand that off to my to my scouts and I offer to the packs, come on, here's a couple of scouts that are going to run a nature thing. And, and they, you know, the helicopter flight shows up with all the kids, which is cool. It keeps them kind of kind of, you know, grouped together. The parents can do that. And my my youth then offer to uh, do a one mile nature hike or a small bike ride with them. And um, and that's, you know, service in Scouts BSA. That's a service hours. It's also uh, they get some face time with with my unit. They start recognizing the unit numerals <laughs> and maybe they actually see some scouts that were five years ahead of them. So we do that once a year. Uh, we also do for one of the, one of the packs in town. We will do their bobcat ceremony. I will bring Eagle Scouts or the senior patrol leaders, senior staff, and they'll do it. They will. They will do the candle ceremony, the opening, the uh, the oath and laws for the Bobcats, like welcome to the team. Wow! Thing. And, and, you know these guys are just up to my knees, kind of thing. I love that so much, Ed. It, and Ed, you're not even in my district, um, but you came <laughs> over and did a was it Cub Scout Science thing you did? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for the pack, one. yeah. So Ed, you're the rock star, man. You're awesome. I'm gonna, it, you know. The, these are such great ideas, and I've got to find. I know there are other scoutmasters in our district that uh, are as they're operating at your level. But the things that you're saying, I don't see a lot of scoutmasters who are cultivating their cub packs like you're describing. You know, the the den leader is the least experienced adult. The scoutmaster is the most experienced. We all came through the den leader program. What we don't know, and I recognize that I can't train to that. I can't train den leader really well. Because the program has changed, there was a big gap about five years ago, and it missed me. And I struggle with the application of the program as written, the advancement part. But I do not struggle with the program, with all the other elements of of what that age youth are going to do, and all the different fun things and the things that we can do for them. So, uh, so I, I I truly think that we should have common committees. I think we should get rid. And if you really want to have a really good crossover. Instead of having a whole bunch of new stranger adults, you have common committees, and on a pack to right through the dental. It's a European model has it. I think Britain has that. So there was uh, there was a pilot program that BSA undertook when we were bringing girls in to the program, and they had what they called a scouting group, which I think you're right at is a European model, and that scouting group had a, a pack of boys and girls, a boy troop, a girl troop, and a venturing crew. And they would all meet at the same night. They would have a common opening. They would then break up into separate groups. The units would each go off to different parts of the school and have the regular meetings. And then they would come back together for a common close. And I believe they ran that with a common committee. And I was a little surprised that that concept didn't go anywhere. Again, it was just part of the pilot, and I think it was done for expediency. Um, and BSA never particularly advertised it. But that would be a an interesting approach 
the impetus probably needs to come from the Clubmaster Scoutmaster. You could contend that the charter organization could push that, but as we know, most charter organizations don't um, have the real hands-on interest to become that involved in the units, uh, even with the, when you have an active charter organization rep. Uh, so, you know, something like that, some initiative like that may not be a bad idea because we keep on talking about, you know, the, the Cub Scouts of the Arrow of Lights joining the troop, and really it's, it's, it's a transition, and it shouldn't be a big thing. I do the MC at one of the PECs, uh, uh, Pinewood Derbies. I do the whole MC. I take that off of those adults that are trying to do their cars and, you know, deal with the kids and the, all the donuts and coffee and stuff like that that goes yeah. on. I do all the MCs. I, you can tell I like to talk, so I'm pretty good with that. So, Ed, I got to tell you, you're, you're making you're making me feel very inadequate as a scout leader, Ed. Yeah, you're you're that's that's hard for Jeff. <laughs> but I would observe, Ed, that you make a great senior patroller. For yeah, you ought to. So you to yeah, and you didn't, Ed, and when you introduced yourself, you did not talk about you. You're you are a you. You're beaver. Tell, beaver. Well, you're a beaver, right? Yeah. Uh, but, of, of course. course. Yeah. So says it all, it? Yeah. Yeah. That says it all. Um, Are there any other critters? I never knew that. Yeah. There's the rest. There's the rest of us. The best of us. The rest of us. Um, but Ed, you're the senior patrol leader, right? This this uh, this upcoming course. I am. I am. This upcoming course. How exciting yeah. is that? I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. I'm the it's 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 uh, so scripted though. I I I can go. I like to go off the cuff if you can tell. So ha- having served on a couple of different courses before, have, but ne- having never been senior patrol leader, yeah, the program is scripted. But it's um, my advice is own own the uh, own the role, make it what you want to make it. And there are great senior patrol leaders, and there are others. <laughs> so aspire to greatness and i'm sure you will be but it's 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 scripted but yeah there's still plenty of opportunity I for know. Uh, lots of lots of fun and, i've and never been able to work in a box <laughs> yeah actually the challenge you face is is and jeff too you since and greg too you're on this course uh too is you know how do we put together a course and get ready for something that we're not sure is going to happen so that's a and that's a hell. Maybe that's a whole other podcast where maybe some of the some of us plus uh, the the upcoming course director. Maybe maybe that's a whole other thing. You know, how do you plan yeah. something that is as epic as Wood Badge? Do you even attempt to do a virtual version of it? I don't know. It's uh, we might have to. We might have to. That's that. That's a that whole episode right there. Because my my <laughs> thoughts is. just went in six different directions on yeah on how that would and wouldn't yeah. work at the same time. Right, and and uh, as I as I uh, mentioned in some of the one of the earlier podcasts, and and as I glance over my whiteboard here in my in my uh, my office, we will not fail. We we will either learn. I'm sorry. We will not fail. We will either succeed. Or we will learn. And the beauty of the Wood Badge program is that it is generational in the sense that every course learns from the one before it. So, so whatever happens with what's going on right now, whatever we're able to do as a staff will will feed the next one in some capacity. Oh yeah, yeah. And for the for the listeners to this, no all of us are on this upcoming Wood Badge staff. My, I'm the the ASMF program and and 
Jay, you're the mentor. You mentor, former course director, I'm the mentor. mentor extraordinaire. And Greg, uh, Greg you're the I'm the what? I'm the quartermaster, so I'm carrying all your Qu bags, basically. <laughs> all the baggage. That's <laughs> yeah, good. All the grunt work. No, running the podcast means I carry your baggage. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, you you know you volunteered. I, I didn't. I don't recall twisting your arm. I did volunteer. I did. For both. <laughs> Are we talking about wood badge or the podcast? Uh, both. Yeah. Yes, both. Yeah. The answer is the same. And we're still and we're still we're friends. Both. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. We're early in this. You've got a few more months we're left. early in this process. <laughs> That's good. I say it's early yet. <laughs> well, Ed, we, uh, we hope you'll continue to be friends with all of us after being on this podcast and after we edit it appropriately and put it out there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it makes you sound and all that. Yeah, so you, you, want a, uh, you want a closing statement? Absolutely. And, and, and this, 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 I think I actually made this one up. It, and that is to scoutmasters and den leaders – and that, and that is that you are scouting. To those scouts that are in your unit, you are scouting. That is a responsibility you have to recognize. All the silliness going on above that, whether it be at the district or the council or the national, and they don't care. They, they simply don't care. To them, the whole program ends at the scoutmaster and the den leader. Even I, I can even take the cubmaster out of that because that's once a month and it's kind of a big show. But the den leaders and scoutmasters are scouting to scouts. Keep that responsibility. It's also your privilege. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ed. Great words. Here, here. All right, guys. 